Welcome to the Finding the Magic podcast, where books come alive. I'm Tricia Copeland, a fiction author and host of this show. If you love books, finding great reads, and hearing about the story behind the story directly from the authors, this is the place for you. Whether you like fantasy, science fiction, dystopian, or romance titles, I think you'll find something to love in my playlist. Listen in to discover something magical about a book or two today. Hi, Ethan. How are you today? Hi, I'm doing well. I'm here with Ethan Mauer. Did I get that right? I got it wrong, didn't no, I? No, no, it's Moyer. Moyer, I'm going to get it. Um, you had just said that you were going to pronounce it the wrong way. I know. And I even have friends with a last name Moyer, but they spell it M- well, M-O-Y-E-R, probably. M-O-Y-E-R, yeah. So sorry about that. Ethan okay. Moyer, he is a fantasy author. Thank you for being here today, Ethan. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Cool. Well, let's jump in. Tell me about your book. Okay, I have, I have two books out right now. One's, I guess, more of a traditional fantasy book. That's The Grumpy Hero, which is a story of a half-dragon, half-human college student <laughs> pretty much wants to be left alone and be a, be a college sophomore. And he suddenly finds himself in a situation where he is the only person cynical enough to, to have backup files for music. So when there's like a, a terrorist, it pretty much is a terrorist attack, a, a terrorist plot where pretty much the, mu- the music supply is stolen. Like all the online music is got. So he's the only one who can physically take music far away. It's got to be a quest. It's a quest far away to get the music to like a, on top of a mountain where they have a machine where they can replicate the music and provide it to everyone. That is one of the most interesting plot lines I've ever heard. So it's contemporary okay. contemporary fantasy, is that correct? Pretty much, yeah. It's okay. the, the sort of premise is that um, they have a link with Earth, and like they get they get technology from Earth, usually a little bit behind, but they do get technology Earth technology sent to them. Okay, and he's half dragon, half human. Does he change correct. into a dragon? No, like- no, no. He is. He doesn't change. He's. He doesn't fly. He breathes fire, but it's not as hot as dragon fire. Okay. And he's got some scales. Is he an alien or is he a supernatural? Um, I never quite, I probably, well, he's, well, he wouldn't be an alien on this planet because he's native to this planet. Okay. (laughs) And And are there other dragon humans like him? A lot. It's getting close to a majority species. Okay. Got it. So it's not sci-fi futuristic. It's fantasy. Oh, no, it's dragon. And are fantasy. there normal humans as well? There are. Okay. And so the, are the normal humans aware of these dragon humans? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And are they persecuted in any way? Because that sounds a little scary. Not really, no. I mean, <laughs> oh, they're, they're, so, they're so established. And also they could, they could really hurt the humans if they wanted to. Well, music is important. I would be lost without music, and it's sort of yeah. appropriate that we're talking about this today because my husband just boxed up all boxed up all my CDs, and he oh. wants to take them to Second and Charles. And I'm like, 
I don't yeah, want my music to go away. But the only device we can play them on now is our like our DVD Blu-ray player, I guess. So. You can't even you can't even do it on the computer. Oh no, we don't even have any like disk drives on our computers anymore. So wow, that's sad. Yeah, I guess that's why he's taking them out because you feel there's no real use for them now. Yes, but it's really interesting that you have this book that all the music is going away because I think most people listen to music every day. I would assume, right? I think so yeah, to some extent, even if not intentionally, everyone everyone hears music every day. And, I think if you went to a supermarket and didn't hear any music, it would feel off. Yes, what, it would feel kind of freaky. And music is such an important part of our culture, as well as like yeah. cultures for since the beginning of time, I think. Yeah. How did you come up with this plot line? I don't even know. I, I had to kind of backtrack to see when I wrote this. The first draft came in, um, I wrote it in, I think, 2014. But I came up with the, the three main characters, I think I came up with in 2005. And I just had nothing for them to do. I, they were just hanging out or in their fantasy world with no, no real uh, purpose except to travel and no reason why. Interesting. And do we know why these evil people have stolen all the music? Because they know that people are going to be upset. And if, if they have all the music, then they have the power to people then um pretty much yeah they have the power then they know that people will know that if they want music back they need to it, it's a it's a god in charge there are a bunch of gods in this planet and it's it's pretty much the worst god on the planet who who is in charge of this plot and he's pretty much like i'm going to take all the music and everyone's going to worship me and then see me on top of all other gods or i'm not going to give them any music back interesting and so I know a few things about you that maybe our listeners don't. Do you think your background in writing songs had anything to do with this plot of stealing the music? It may have subconsciously or just like, or maybe just like, a, can't think of a term, like some sort of evolution thing where it's both had, both came from the same thing. Like just how much how much I know about music. And did you start writing music first, or did you start writing books first? Songs. I don't write music. I write lyrics. Oh, music. Songs. The so lyrics. Just two songs. Correct. Right. Interesting. Anything we would have heard? Any would any only if you listen to only if you're really into like comedy music. Oh, comedy music. Interesting. Not sure I've heard that genre before. It gets, yeah, it's, it's actually a pretty um, established genre within certain crowds. Okay. You've, you've yeah. never heard Weird Al? Oh yeah, I've heard Will Al Yankovic. I mean, yeah. So yeah, maybe so I just had, had, hadn't thought of it as being, you know, called a genre. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the genre. Okay, it's, very cool. It's the king of comedy music. So it, are you on Spotify or any of those channels as well? I am on Spotify. Last check, I think I had almost 100 total streams ever. I, I just got them. I just got a few on Spotify starting this year. Well, awesome. I will have to follow you then. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I have any streams on Spotify. So you're probably doing better than I am. Have you made any music? 
No, not music. I have my podcast on there, and then I have playlists for my books. I Sorry, think- probably because no one would know how to find it. I have. There's this. There's this entire organization for comedy music where you can submit a song to them, and if they like it, they will feature it. Oh, cool. And then they will put it on Spotify and on their compilation CDs and can make like $20 for a song. So it's, it's not very profitable, but it's, it's something. Well, it sounds like you love it. I do. I, I do. It, 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 it felt nice to get something for it, to have some people listening. Awesome. So that was your first book. And you said you have two books? I have two books right now, yeah. And what is the second? The second book is called The Shouting Professor. Okay. That one kind of goes way back too. Not as far back, but kind of way back. Although that one has roots from before the the Grumpy Hero. Oh, interesting. What is the premise behind this one? Oh, this one's probably a stranger plot. Like the <laughs> I think of the Grumpy Hero as my normal book. <laughs> <laughs> this one um uh, it's on this one's on earth though it's on earth there is kind of every managed character although not totally normal since he's based on myself pretty much but he um he's a marketing writer i've never written marketing but um, not sort of but not fully but anyway he's he's this marketing writer and there's like normal job doesn't do much but work doesn't really do that much and suddenly things start disappearing and his, his, club, his, his club compartment disappears then other parts of his car disappear other stuff disappears and the connection with the grumpy hero which i think i came up with well after the fact is that all the things that are disappearing are going to the, a planet in the same solar system as where the Grumpy Hero takes place. Interesting. And it, do we have an evil villain, I'm guessing, in this one who's taking away his, is it just his car that's going away? No, 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 there isn't. It is an evil villain. He is very over the top. And he is, he is the one pretty much sending all these things to another planet he's not just sending he's not he is not um specifically targeting this guy he's just like um causing chaos and but this is the guy who decides to do something about it i'm guessing he's yeah he's the guy well he's the friend of the guy who decides to do something about it so his friend kind of like sends him on this wild goose chase to to find information and do your book do your book sorry keep going i lost my train of thought what was the question oh i was gonna say do your but are your books infused with humor like your songwriting uh yeah they're like people seem to think the people who have read it seem to think they're funny i'm thinking monty python meets you know contemporary fantasy type there may be some to that. I do, I do like Monty Python. Holy Grail is one of my favorite movies. Life of Brian is not bad either. I've seen a little flying circus. 
fun. Yes, almost everyone in our household can quote that movie word for word. So. Which one? <laughs> the Holy Grail. Grail. Any of the Monty Python ones. Not yeah, me. No. I won't claim that I can, but they can. But everyone else can, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a great move. I, I think I'm doing to see it again. I think it's been a couple years. <laughs> it's only a flesh wound. Yeah. Just a scratch. I know that one because I yeah. know. That. Just a scratch. Yeah. So. Didn't vote for you. <laughs> the African swallow or European swallow? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> On bridge. Do you have any new books that you're working on now? Yeah, I have um I have one currently in I'd say in editing, but by in editing I it mean that I need to go over the edits. But I'm also currently going over um an audiobook. Oh fun. I'm Grumpy Heroes already an audiobook. And last year I I hired someone to do Shouting Professors an audiobook. It's a shorter book, so it's a little more it's a little more feasible to pay for. It. But I had someone do it and somehow just got stuck and distracted and forgot about it. And I had it all done and just needed a few edits. And now I'm getting back to it and figuring out what exactly what what edits are needed exactly. Nice. Yeah, audiobooks can be expensive to produce. Yeah, this one is, it's gone about 1200 already. And this is a, it's a 40,000 word book. It's not even quite 40,000 words. So right. yeah, it can get expensive. But they're fun to listen to while you're exercising or doing Yeah, no, this one seems like it will be a lot of fun. He, he does, there are a bunch of accents. He does them well. I think I got, I got lucky in that this guy, I, Shouting Professor takes place in a suburb of Cleveland. I've never been to Cleveland. I don't even know why I chose. I think it's just like <laughs> middle America. He, for some reason, has connections to Cleveland. So he's very comfortable with the Cleveland accent. Nice. So he's, he's doing the Cleveland accents. There's this one character who identifies as super redneck, even though his, the rest of his family hates that. So he's got that accent. Bunch of British. The villain's British. No oh, fun. <laughs> Over the top villains kind of have, don't have to be British, but I feel it's a good choice for them. <laughs> well, in the United States, it might be, right? British, long, German. A long history, right? <laughs> long history of British um, supervillains. This is the question I love to ask my authors. What do you want your readers to experience or take away when they're reading or listening to your book? I, oh, step one is I want them to read it. That is the goal number one. I, I would like them, I would like them to laugh. It sounds kind of cheesy to like laugh and think, but yeah, think. Not really so much cry. That's the cliche to laugh and cry and think, but there's not too much cry worthy. I think there might be something, but not not so much. I'm not big on tragedy in the books. There's probably enough of that in the world. You don't need so much in the books. Obviously, some bad things to have to happen to people to get the get the plot wrong. Right, just for but everyone I'm, else to greatness. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to torture them too much. And not at the end. 
but yeah, I, I want them to basically enjoy them. This is a fun book, and I like I liked and have them say I liked and I want other other people to read it. I think others should read it. Well, they definitely sound very fun. Thank you. Do you have any other tidbits for us? Any spoilers that you can give us or special things that your readers might enjoy knowing about you or your book? Special things that readers might enjoy knowing about me or my books. I don't want to give out too many spoilers. I mean, there's been the one that I'm going to edit once I finish, once I finish my audiobook edit reviews takes place on both planets. It, it's mostly on Earth. Then the main character and another primary character who had been missing. Oh, another character gets sent to the, the other planet. The other planet, there are two planets in the system that have life. The one where the one that was kind of controlling things to an extent is called Felk. I don't know where that came from, but it's called Felk. And the planet where the grumpy hero takes place is called Phil. Okay. So these the characters from this next book end up being sent to Phil. So that's a bit of a spoiler. Okay. So your your books are colliding into each other. Yes. Fun. I think readers enjoy that because when you get invested in a character, you like to see what happens to them. Right. So the character, because I wasn't, I wasn't even sure at first if I was going to continue with this character. Because after I wrote, I had, I don't know if I even have time to go into this whole saga, but Shouting Professor at first was traditionally published with another title. Didn't sell much but it was traditionally published and um, kind of lost where I was going with this. Where, where had I been? Oh, I was, we were talking about the two books colliding on the, in, and coming to the characters coming together in the next one. And then you said you were going to Oh, right. I was thinking background. about how I wasn't thinking of having this character continue. So I wrote this book and then I think the next book I started, which is still not finished, I thought it was finished, but it might be, it might be incorporated into the next book after the next one. The next book mainly featured a character from what became The Shining Professor who changed significantly. The redneck character, had been a different character. Okay. And it was this character who, who was prominently, prominent, prominently featured in this next book, along with the supervillain. Is it a different villain, or is there, are the villains? Um... Uh, there are two main villains. So, well, there are other villains, but the two like supervillains are the one from the Shouting Professor, who is the shout, the Shouting Professor. The, the villain's a title character. Oh, okay. Interesting. And then there's the god who stole the music. And there are other villains. But those are the, the like the two, like, as you'd call the big bosses, the, the stupid overarching primary villains were the two books. 
And both of them, both of them are in the next book, but neither one as a like, super primary villain. It's, it's, it's someone else who really is like causing the most chaos. Interesting. The professor's involved, but he is he's in jail for a while, so he's 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 limited in what he can do. Nice. So do you have an overarching plan for the series of where it's gonna go, or do you kind of just wing it and do the next book? I'm kind of winging. I have never been good at plans. I was never uh, even in school, I never did outlines, never on the completely forced. I still don't do outlines. I'm thinking of doing an outline for the next book just because it's not the one I'm editing, but the, the one after that, just because it might be going back and forth between the book I sort of wrote before and a direct sequel to The Grumpy Hero. Yeah, so, I hated outlines in school too. What I do now is I do like a plot outline. So I'll like draw a line and the up and then the resolution and then I'll put like plot points on the where where I think they're gonna be in the story. So kind of a more fun way of doing an outline. Right, I don't see myself doing that just because I don't like physically, physically writing, I don't like doing. Oh. I think it was, I, I never had good handwriting. I think it was good for me that that basically as I got into middle school, computers got more, computers in classrooms became more and more got to be a thing. So I was able to write my English papers in class, as opposed to having to physically write them, at least sometimes. Right, online, yeah. I'm a little bit older than you probably. <laughs> I made, it was, I was born in 82. So they were, um, they weren't so much online in middle school. Right. Yeah, I'm definitely a pen and paper person, mostly right. still. So a little different. Let all of my listeners know where we can find you in your book. Oh, well, they're, they're on Amazon. They're on Kindle Unlimited. You would just... You'd have to like, be able to spell my name, I guess. M A W Y E R. Moyer. M A W Y E R. Yeah. M A W Y E R. If you can spell that, Ethan Moyer, you can Google it. I'll be the only one. I'm the only one with that name with books on Amazon. There is someone else with my last name with books on Amazon who I am not particularly fond of being associated with, but they're very different books. This well, is you, a. You came up right away when I Googled you. So you were all the top hits. Oh, yeah. The other Moyer is this um, like Christian conservative, like, funded. Well, great. This well, not my position at all. So this, if you find Martin Moyer, that is not me. Go away from that. That's not what I'm recommending you to. Ether and Moyer. Is, um, yeah. And do you have and your own I, website as well? I, I, for some, I just got so distracted this summer and I bought a, I bought a WordPress site with my name, the domain with my name and the plan and have not set it up. 
Well, baby steps. As long as they can baby find steps. you on Amazon, that's awesome. Yeah, it's on Amazon. It's on Grumpy Heroes on um, Audible. Shouting Professor hopefully will be in the summer or so. Fun. I will have all the links for our listeners in the podcast description so they can find you there. And thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you. Hopefully by the time the podcast is ready, the um, I'm hoping, because I think you said you were thinking probably around May. Right. Hoping by then to both have this next book out and the Shining Professor audio book out. Can't guarantee, so, but hopefully. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we will look forward to that. Thank you. And thanks for having me. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Finding the Magic podcast. I'm your host, author and podcaster, Tricia Copeland, and I love getting behind the scenes. If you like the podcast, make sure to subscribe and stop in each week, discover new authors and books. Thanks for listening. And until next time, keep finding the magic.